1: It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show over 820 episodes of talking professionalized wrestling. I'm Mike Sorg at on the Twitter again at Sorghutron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Where you talk, uh, uh, I, I love, so tonight I got two people with me in the business forever. Somebody's got the, got their mic on. Or we got their phone on. Uh, So excited to have, uh, uh, we're going to have a good time tonight. Mad Mike is on assignment. Mad Mike, who coincidentally started a feud with Brandon K on Twitter and then went to Hawaii and keeps keeps sending us topless photos. But anyways, that's what he's doing right now. But with us, first of all, he is uh, the grizzled vet himself, Ronnie Starks on the line with us. Hello, everyone. Hello, hi, Buenos dias. Yes. Uh, what <laughs> other other languages I can't speak? Sure, okay. That was a terrible intro by me. That was terrible. Though I I gave you a platform, that was, and that's that's where we rolled with. Uh, then th- this is
2: you know this is why I just can't be left out publicly. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's just, why you're broadcasting from home. I- yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also with us is uh, manager of champions. Oh, I hate
3: BC Steel! There will be no manager of champions. Uh, and unless Michael, although, and although I am literally a manager of And champions. Katie left her microphone in front of
1: your camera shot for some well, reason. You know what? I want what that over happening I want, there. I want this to be like a press
3: conference. Well, yeah, we just stick all of them pointing at you, I guess. There you go. I uh, Well, if that's the case, then I'm probably making an important announcement. But, hola, <laughs> como estas? Yo soy Benjamín de Steel. Ben, Benjamín say Steel. Hmm. Uh, lucha libre de managerio y commentator de cholera queso biblioteca and la ciudad oh that's, we definitely gotta take you across the order of taco here that's, uh, that's the spanish that i learned that's the spanish <laughs> so there you go big
2: shocker benjamin steve Steele has to you know one-up me
3: uh, big
2: big shocker the mm, past what 18 years that we've done each other yes. Big shocker go me
1: this is gonna be a catch-up session i can tell right now i love it <laughs> Uh, But this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can check out everything at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Get us up at that email address. Good times. Good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. 412-206-WMS0 at Mayhem Show on the Twitter. The Wrestling Mayhem Show group, Discord, and Reddit where we can uh, converse. A lot of great conversations actually happening this week. A lot of great shares happening over there on the Wrestling Mayhem Show uh, Facebook group, actually. And what have Peter Gabriel up in my... Google search. What
3: the hell is happening here? Because Because. you want to be. Sledgehammer. That's all we can do or we're going to get sued.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So sorry, YouTube, you know. Um, And uh, where are we at? Oh, uh, and of course, we're live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Facebook on YouTube, on Twitter, on the uh, Sorgatron Media Twitch, and on the IndieWrestling.us YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, um, however you would like to consume the show. We got most of the chat rooms up here, so we're going to keep an eye out. If you have any conversation, any, any corrections, anything like that, we'll direct, direct
3: them all at BC Steel. And I will answer them to the best of my ability. Hopefully this does not turn into uh, Ask BC Anything maybe it could be i don't know well, i mean i know a, things and stuff it's not you, a there's not a plan tonight <laughs> if you want useless trivia and facts that you can impress absolutely no one there you go ask
2: bc still anything at mayhem com. you go <laughs>
3: that i think that'll work actually so
1: wrestling mayhem show.com you gotta get the full domain uh, wrestling mayhem show, also sorry. thank you to our patron supporters at the fan of the show level patron patron.com slash wrestling mayhem show of course our friends at the fan of the show level woo. as well as ed Burke and team ham the poppy club level dave potter and bobby f j town at the pizza club level doc remini and the riz and at the manager level bradley and the mother of dragons, Tina Keys. You guys can support the show too at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. We drop clips, extra stuff before and after the show, sometimes a little too sensitive to put out in public, um, including some inside info that, uh, or at least, you know, talking about things we can't talk about on the show sometimes. Um, but maybe we'll talk BC into doing some of that here later. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. He's already telling me stories I probably couldn't put on air. So, this one time, right? <laughs> he just got. No, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, um so let's get into it. Uh what well first of all, uh Ronnie, you you brought up your 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 new favorite thing in wrestling apparently, or at least your new um um uh your next job in wrestling because there's an application process here. Tell me about it. Uh what did I say it was maximummodels.com? I got the website right here that you sent me. maximummailmodels.com is a mm-hmm. real website. There it is. It's a little landing page. It's got uh, Max Dupree, you know, founder, director, Maxwell male models up there. And we've been talking about this a lot. And, of course, the uh, uh, well, last night, um, Matt Carlin's, um was talking about how uh Monsor and like, how did we how do we say Mace now? I, I you know, with our dots in there. Miss,
2: Miss, Miss,
1: Miss, Miss, Put
2: emphasis on that. Miss. <laughs>
1: Anyways, <laughs> has a little stank on it, right? a little bit of stank oh. on it. Yeah, exactly. I'm
2: doing the shaky leg, and you guys can't
1: see it, but shaky leg. What the stanky leg? The stanky, stanky leg. leg yeah. Oh, okay. um But uh, but but he he declared that that is a a shot at all of the uh, wrestling writers that have to put all those characters in. Uh, <laughs> it's going to ruin everything. So, mm-hmm. um and I think a few other industries are kind of bothered by that as well. But anyways. Um, but anyways, Ronnie, tell me about this website.
2: Excuse me, I was muted. I was clearing up my throat there. Uh, yeah, so uh, you can go on there. You, mm-hmm. you start out when you click the thing. Uh, you put your age, and then you agree to the terms. Sure. And then you and then you can fill out your model information.
1: Okay, what is my model information? We're going to do this live. Hold on a second. Uh, okay, up, yeah, let's, let's, upload let's a full it. body photo. Hold on, we're going to fill in the information here. Do do we have a
3: full body photo of BC?
1: (gasps) Oh, oh!
3: I'm gonna get signed.
1: There you go. This is gonna be it. This is this is the next. This is this is the next phase of your career, apparently.
2: Do we have one of those promo shots that Rise did the other day (laughs) or last couple weeks ago? (laughs) I'm looking this up real quick.
3: You know, if you go uh, on Facebook or Twitter, BC Steel Yo Girl, cheap plug already. uh, There are photos of me there. Uh, I'm about to. But I just assume people save them as their background or wallpaper, not like phone wallpaper. I mean, literal wallpaper.
1: What are you even like MySpace or something? What are you talking about over there? MySpace. Right. Do people still <laughs> do that? What? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't changed my like background oh, for so. like five phones, so like that's 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 new new to me.
2: B C steel yo girl.
1: I'm still I'm find, trying to find
3: my state. <laughs> that would but, be Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, there's a giant <laughs>
1: list here because this is crazy. international.
3: I was going to say, I'm guessing there's at least 50 states, probably several provinces. Yeah, yeah. Full body photo. Let's see
1: what we can do. <laughs> I don't, how if I just send a picture of my dog? If just, yes, <laughs> just... send the dog. <laughs> Listen, we're just going to send this picture of my dog right here. And then that's, that's your uh, use and then submit your application. There you go, perfection. We'll see what happens. I'm sure I'm on another WWE mailing list right now, right? Uh, we'll see oh. if you have what it takes to become a maximum male model. We'll oh, the dog you. definitely does. <laughs> yeah, I What's
3: really hope. I'm guessing in the terms of service it says we have the right to use these photos on our television product. <laughs> and now the dog is going to become an international superstar. Oh, that'll be great.
1: Mm-hmm. That'll be great. Um, we'll, we'll 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 be looking out for that. So. Um have you been no no listen BC you you managed the runway I do. you've managed other um beautiful people over the years you have a interesting wardrobe yourself I mean when you see maximum male models like I mean w- what are the vibes you're getting from this thing
3: I didn't know that you could smell money through your television mm. but I smell money mm-hmm. I think honestly I think that's one of those things where uh, like when Ezekiel came out and people were like, "Oh, this is dumb," because it was like week one and people were overreacting. I was like, "I was
1: there live for that one. I was just like, what the fuck is happening?' Right? Yeah, now? it's like, that, like, like, like it's it's, it's literally because it's it's so jarring.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah, it's definitely like a, especially if you know who, uh, Ronnie. How do you pronounce that again? How do you pronounce that name? Miss who? Yeah. <laughs> If you know who they were before, you're like, this is
1: vastly different. Mm -hmm. But like, well, well, then and then and then the sequel had that because you know, I mean, I I don't know if anybody's had that like where you know, I know if I shave my goatee, it's offensive to people. (laughs) What's going on under here, right? Like, like, or or, don't you dare? Or, or I mean, did anybody have a father that like had a beard most of the time and shaved once, and you're like, never again, please? Who are you, Mm -hmm. stranger, in my house? Like, Mm -hmm. like, like that's that's the vibe I got. When, like, we had Ezekiel come out without a beard. So, and,
3: you've seen Ezekiel with a beard, though? Well, I mean... Hmm, uh,
2: I swear that they
3: actually are brothers.
1: Actual brothers?
2: I have met his brother before.
1: Oh, yeah?
2: Mm-hmm. At IWC back in the day.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: Um, it's true. Ben can back me on that. I have. I have He's a real as well. person. He exists. He is a carbon bre- carbon breathing. Yes, he's a carbon We're breathing carbon. life form. He's not like us. He is a carbon breathing life form. Okay. It's true. Okay.
2: Take it from us. We've been around for like decades. Brother, brother. brother yes, brother. you have. Yes, you have. Yeah, we we know how this shit works. That right? makes me feel he's, old. Yeah, he's he's got brothers. He's got sisters. He's got cousins. He's right. got
1: and they'll step cousins, step brothers. All going to step in just like Bobby Lashley's extended family that one time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
2: the the possibilities are endless here. Mm-hmm.
1: Just endless. Yes. Um <laughs> Okay. Uh so so maximum male models, that'll be fine. Uh what else is oh, going yeah. what else is going on, on out there in the wrestling world <laughs> right
2: now? <laughs> Well, everybody thinks Bray Wyatt's coming back, but we all know it's Edge.
1: It's, it's uh, like somebody found the toy or something, right? Like, yeah, like I saw somebody because like, there's like a, a weird like WWE superstars like 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 super gimmicked like where he's like wearing a magic top hat or something. And they're like, "Are you
2: talking about the Alice in Wonderland toy? Is that what that is?" He's dressed like the Mad Hatter. Yeah, yeah
1: and they're like, "Oh, this is brand new. That means he's coming back, right?" It's like, no, man. The lead time on those toys are so bad. You know, yeah. You know how many they em- made
2: that toy like three years ago, but they just released.
1: it. Yeah, you know how many Ember Moons are still on the pegs, and she's been gone for almost a year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just. I mean, <laughs> if you're looking for if you're looking for AEW figures, look at the WWE shelves. Really, in the long yeah. run, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of funny. Like it's they've, they've so rapidly let people go. Like the the toys can't keep up.
3: The 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 game can't keep up. Right, I feel bad for game developers because oh, yeah. that process of, and I'm sure, I'm sure in the the pecking order, they're not number one that's getting the notification. No, no, and no. I they're don't, finding out when the rest of us are probably. And if they're mm-hmm. not, if you have somebody who's not a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird to explain like, hey, uh, you got to take these five people out. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because they just let them go. But we've been making this game. Why would they wrestling? Mm-hmm. That's or, or they just
1: reason. let them go. Like, like I, you know, what is the threshold, right? Yeah, of how because there's a lot of people that were on there that were that were let go like three months ago. Yeah, When right when that game came out, so it was really interesting to see because and this always happens, but thankfully like the big let go is usually after Manny and then the game comes out in the fall. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know it was a different cadence this time. That was that was very strange. Um, have we seen it affect DLC? I'm wondering. Because they had that planned out for months, and they had some yep. like NXT people that I'm not sure are there anymore.
3: The, but, I'm I'm thinking I would assume at one point we will just get to hey we've got the body let's just redo the head.
1: pretty much at this point. Well, and also mm-hmm. the, the 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 community downloads have kind of yeah. filled in any gaps there too. I mean, they're doing alternative. Uh, they're doing alternative uh uh things and everything like you know alternative costumes for people that are you know more updated or or something or their AEW
3: gear <laughs> you know whatever the case may be right I haven't so. honestly I am still playing Fire Pro since I got it and downloading and such so any yeah. Fire Pro aficionado's out there it's Yeah
1: great. yeah so um otherwise uh, uh AEW's got a lot going on. Uh looks like they're going to have a uh, uh looks like details on their next AEW pay-per-view will be on tomorrow. Um they're really kind of building up. I love how what AEW's doing like and, and again it's summer, so it, I I guess we kind of come through this every summer, but they're doing Fighter Fest again. They did Road Rager. I'm loving you know, we don't have a pay-per-view technically. I guess we have Ring of Honor in a couple of weeks, but we don't have like an AEW pay-per-view till the end of September and they still feel like a big event every week. Yeah. And then that's what they I think that's what they've been really good at lately.
3: They're really good at seemingly especially now the summer lull that happens with pro wrestling yes. like the, what's the I know WWE used to do a big angle around end of May to early July somewhere in there that's when Nexus was and mm-hmm. I know there's other things that I obviously can't pull off the top of my head but but that's when kind of wrestling takes its little bit lull. Like is over and WWE kind of controls that. I know AEW's around, but I'm just saying in general, uh, because of WrestleMania after that, uh, interest doesn't peak until maybe August. So it's kind of hard to have that. But AEW always has something going on. So maybe Mm -hmm. there is a benefit to having so much talent because you can always have something new or something spectacular. I know there's a downfall, but there is a a positive spin to it. I
1: mean, there's something to be said for like, you know, I still get the emails for the shows, right? Like, the the, the raw, what's coming up tonight on Raw, what's coming up tonight on SmackDown. And and half the time, I'm looking at it, and like I do watch the pay-per-views. And I'm like, wait, we're doing this match again? Like, yeah. we have nobody else for them to do anything significant with? Like, it's so strange seeing that versus... I just feel like there's always something new happening, and a new face, and a new interesting thing happened on AEW. And you can say, like, long-term storytelling and stuff, it kind of kills it, and fans can't keep up, or something like that. But I don't know. I think a lot of fans are, you know? Yeah.
3: and... I think AEW seems a little bit more crash TV of the 90s, not to that extreme. A little bit. No, no. But But I don't hate that because what's always the complaint? Well, we've seen this guy so many times. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the best thing for a wrestler is to get hurt because he has to go away. Mm -hmm. Where in AEW, you can move guys in and out. Like, hey, this guy's hurt. Okay, we can have this guy take his place. Hey, this guy needs time off. Okay, we can have this guy take his place.
1: I feel like generally, if you just say I'm watching Dynamite, there are... I think there's people that you see in ring once a month. Probably, yeah. Like, very... I feel like I see a Jade Cargo match, a significant one, once a month, and sometimes she's on dark. Right? Possibly, yeah. Like, like she's popping up. They're doing promos and everything like that. You know, we saw Chris Dantler in and Athena this past week, and but no match, and they're setting up for a match this week. Which, you know, also, you know, unless you're somebody like, you know, Young Bucks have to be there to EVPs, right? You know, things like that. There's some people that are regularly there doing... You know, darks and everything like that. But you know, dark orders and best friends and stuff like that. You know, you got that core group. But it's like, man, like I, I, I don't think we're making Athena show up for the week that she just did a promo. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm yeah. guessing we pre-taped that the week before. Yeah. You know, to, and, yeah. and 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 loosen it. Then you're not bringing because WCW used to do, WWE do this. Like how many times like, you would always hear about they're bringing all of these people in, and then. They just sit in catering.
3: Yeah, that was the WCW thing too. They would fly yeah, they, in like eighty guys and yeah. use forty.
1: Like the roster, I remember looking at the Wikipedia. Like this was the roster in nineteen ninety seven, let's say, and it was like a hundred and fifty people, yeah. right? And and but they were, but also they were doing like the like there were people that were being featured, and you can say this. It, it's kind of like what happens on Dark now, you know. Like there's people being featured over on their worldwide program that you never get to see if you just yeah. watch Nitro, right? Yeah. Like it's not insignificant people, right? Steven Regal, I don't know. You know, something yeah. like that. Like he
3: didn't have anything on Monday, but Yeah. And a lot of the stuff, like there's a a, a Twitter that's dedicated just to like BNC show WCW stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and you, you uh, luchadors especially. And Yeah. You can look this up on Google. It's it's a Google site where it shows when WCW <laughs> filed the SEC filings, I think in 99 or 2000, it shows everybody's pay. And some of those on there are like 1500 per date. Mm-hmm. So if they show up and they don't work, that's a date. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine trying to keep track of all that, but you get like a guy that gets $1,500. And I'm thinking, okay, if he showed up at nitro and wasn't used but then they fly him tuesday to wherever and he like that's two dates Mm -hmm. that's a different story but um what is oh so they had a big overarching
1: company that wasn't keeping an eye on those things there was a lot of bloat in their in their budget and everything oh boy is this osw review with the uh payroll information for 1999 is that the kind of stuff we're talking about
3: might be it shows like royalty it shows a bunch of yeah
1: like it's got payroll merchandise licensing total yeah. Uh, for like Arne, Arne Anderson, Arn Anderson made twenty six thousand dollars in uh, in uh, nineteen ninety nine out of everything.
3: What the hell? See, was it, maybe he wasn't active at the. I time. was going to say some of the numbers. I think they might. It's considered quote unquote creative accounting. Mm-hmm. There's there's a book uh, "Fools Rush In" by Nina Monk that is about the AOL Time Warner downfall. Yes, and they reference uh, creative accounting, and there that is probably that. It, Pulls off the actual data. There's like a site Mm. that has the actual scanned information that went to the. Are you talking about this
1: one here that I'm pulling up? This is the OSW review. Yeah, they've
3: compiled all of it into a. So I'm I'm looking
1: at payroll information, 1999, Bill Goldberg, 4.6 million uh let's see total see, of four, 5.1 after merchandise I mean, licensing everything like that i don't know if
3: that's it because no? when i know it's a google site i just know i remember google Oh, site it just
1: was... came up like in google as like one of those information cards yeah, oh, yeah. It's, that's like, interesting. it's like a google <laughs> that account. is interesting and it has it,
3: like you can click a guy's name it takes you to that spot and has the, what it's really if you like the financial side of, of pro wrestling and you think that was the 90s what guys mm. were making it's really impressive but then you see something and you're like how was he only making that or, wow, he got paid this much per dates and he worked this much. Like, oh, my God.
1: I, I I try to stay away from the financial side because I, for as many years as I've been around, the financials of independent professional wrestling make absolutely no sense to me. And yeah, <laughs> and yeah that's sometimes fair. I guess they don't make sense as a promoter, too. But uh, but like and I have kind of I like don't let me dive into it because I'm afraid I'm going to go down a really <laughs> dark hole. Uh, for something like that, but I mean, uh, sometimes professional
2: wrestling in a whole doesn't make sense.
1: To me. Well, yeah, yeah, there's that, but you know, like but I'm, I mean, I, sometimes I sit there and I'm like, okay, this looks like this many people are here. This is how much the tickets were. How much are these guys getting paid? Wait a minute, this doesn't. Something doesn't add up here, you know. Yeah. And, and then that, and that we're doing these shows, you know, I see this with MMA too. I'm, I'm kind of doing a partial of that, but also tickets start at fifty dollars. Yeah. You know, and like
3: VIP are like what one fifty. Yeah.
1: And there's sponsors, and there's pay-per-view, and there's all this other stuff. Plus, there's the pay for the purse and everything, right? Plus, there's the commission fees, which I'm sure are much more for MMA. um, Because they're doing a whole lot there um, in comparison. Well, it depends on what state you're in. Uh, But, (laughs) so, because, oof, oof. They are, it's interesting. I've seen about five different states of commissions, and... Uh, for everything that anybody gives a shit about the PA State Athletic Commission when it comes to wrestling, um, they are the tightest shows to go through. Yeah. Like, you know, for better or for worse, they are like, nobody's fucking around in the crowd taking pictures. Like, the promoter's not out in the crowd taking pictures in between fights and we're just
3: waiting, yeah. you
1: know? So, like, stuff like that. That, that happens at some other promotions yeah, it in is, other it states. can get
3: very, very catty. Mm -hmm. very bad Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh yeah and it's good and bad because if you had a in a utopian society of of at least of pro wrestling if you had the commission it would weed out the bad Mm -hmm. it would weed out the lower level of pro wrestling and Mm -hmm. it would accentuate and motivate everybody to get to a higher
1: level. half of detroit i'm not to put them in that bucket with that but half of detroit wrestling would not happen first of all because holy
3: holy shit
1: detroit wrestling uh, it is my, is wonderfully
3: dangerous. If my buddy that lives outside Detroit is watching this, uh he's not talking about you. He's talking about everybody. Yeah. I'm probably talking <laughs> about him too everybody. if he's watching I've it's, seen
1: definitely. I've seen some I've seen some shit in the last couple of months. We'll I've talk about the I red I like filmed I've filmed some oh I've talked about it on here. It oh. was it was uh there's a lot of light tubes. There's a lot of, it it woof. Uh, so <laughs> I, and even the ones without light tubes are wild. So, you know, like Pope and uh Jason
3: Hotch. <laughs> i saw a clip i saw the one the super kick i just saw a clip of that the the, like super, the other day yeah uh pope super kicks jason hotch and that was impressive yeah
1: i think he took my footage oh it might have been that <laughs> it pop, pop, was like, i was like match. it's either my footage or it's somebody who's right beside me very possible but still it was just like all right all right whatever but um yeah because he's like he's like i don't even i don't even do super kicks or something like yeah, that, something yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah yeah that was pretty good yeah that was like right in front of me and Dutters. <laughs> so well there you go But it was, it was good and then, it like, was really good yeah. I, it was like it was a great match and there's like one camera up in the balcony You know what I mean? It's just like, and and there's, you know, I go to promotions like that. And just like, I'm looking around. I'm like, where is the, I see this guy like in the corner with a camera and then like one up here. And I was like, what? You know, (laughs) what are we doing? Who's going to watch this? You know, these guys are like, you know, there's light tubes. They are killing each other in this thing. And
3: this is going to be the least seen thing. It's that year. Like when I look at tapes, if anybody watching doesn't know (laughs) what a tape is, I hate you. But when I look at tapes now from 2001, I'm like, this was filmed on a Viewmaster, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this is like the ninth generation copy mm-hmm. that went through a dirty old beat-up VCR. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And, and and you know, thankfully, like, the mid to that, you know, our buddy Tony F was doing the DVDs, and at least, you know, for as good a quality was in DVD, at least we have that. Yeah. Right? Like, and,
3: and now that everything's HD, you look at something you're like, oh, this. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's you been, know, back
2: in... Sorry, back in our day, we had you know little things. Called hey, VHS. I got
1: that one. The Shredder Splinter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yours is in a lot better shape than mine is.
2: I, I just picked this up the other day. Oh, I a couple okay. Of them on, yeah.
1: There you go. There you go. Well, I got the DVD set now, so I don't have to dust those off it, anymore. So is it in the? Hey,
0: uh... hey. hey, hey! What's,
1: What's gonna this gonna I hear you guys are... Oh, what the, the hell! I
0: hear you got. What's this? I like hear you guys are trying to replace me.
3: Well, what the hell? Well, we what, got BC. You, yeah. I would what, like to say, what the hell? Uh, as as mentioned on the Book of Face, uh, this is like having The Rock on the show, but <laughs> making Stone Cold sit at home. It's just not right. Oh, Mike, Mike you got oh, a palm tree. I, I trees? thought that was The Rock. That's why I
0: was going
1: Yeah, Tropical Location, baby. Actually, wait.
3: Oh, yeah. Jeez, what in
1: Hawaii the hell? Right now, so. You're awesome. literally yeah. broadcasting from Hawaii right now.
0: Yeah, I, I I realized what time it was. I'm I'm out just chilling, and I'm like, oh, let me pop in for two minutes and and say hi and say I will never be replaced.
3: <laughs> so it's four thirty. I'm in a
0: rocking chair. We can is... tell by you rocking.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're you yeah,
0: making us a little it seasick is, over here. Three, it is three thirty currently. Speaking of seasick, I swam
1: with sharks today. I saw that. So Shark Boy's out there. Uh,
0: Shark Boy uh, John Tenta, uh, may he rest in peace. Um yeah, pretty much all of them. It was great. Did he give you uh, a little yeah, of the sun's yet? coming out just for you guys. Oh. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, I want a say hi.
3: Nice, was... I Nice. I don't plan
0: on it of a little bit of on it. But yeah a
3: little bit of a little bit
0: Yeah. Exactly. No, I I I happened to flip and saw Dolph Ziggler standing tall on Raw. I'm like, oh, I didn't miss shit.
1: Hmm. <laughs> had somebody else's problem this week. Uh. Oh, exactly. <laughs> So I mean, I'll let you guys get back to it. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> have you, have you even looked for, is there any oh. independent wrestling out there or anything like that? Even just a... the, you sword. Well, I was just curious. I don't, I don't know.
0: I'm not looking.
1: You're not looking.
0: I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not looking for independent wrestling.
1: Log wrestlers. into that wrestle I'll send you some stuff. We'll look it up. We'll. we'll, uh, we'll get... Yeah. Sword.
0: My schedule is very full. Cool. I will tell everyone when I come back full time, we have a very full <laughs> cool schedule. Uh, it's, it's 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 honeymoons are work. They're work. So. Honeymoons
1: are work. You still have a yeah.
0: whole day ahead of you. It's only three thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And guess what I'm doing? I'm doing photos later. I'm doing stargazing. It's gonna be great. So wait, you're,
3: you're telling me that star-gazing, on honeymoon, yeah, that the that your wife would not want to go to like Hawaii Championship Wrestling. I'm Absolutely sure that's a real thing. not.
0: <laughs> mm. Absolutely not. Um. Besides, I don't even know if I'm on the right island for that. There are a lot of different islands. It's not like going from county to county.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to make the towns out here, brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just hop in the car and paddle.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah, essential. So I went. Well. All right. Well, you get back to talking about you know RAW or, or AEW not having two women's matches or whatever. Oh, you know, amazingly, I was hoping we get kid.
1: through a show not mentioning that. But okay.
0: Um, you know i can never let that happen
1: no Uh, no yeah but
0: uh have a good show guys
1: all right mad mike from hawaii jeez (laughs) 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 he's gonna do this next week too isn't he um yeah yeah i think we have paul and steve on next week paul atlas and uh Falcom on last next week. So We need
2: we need to get some lays
1: and then we'll wear yeah, the lays, be, be like, hey, like we're, we're
2: there. there we're there too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh we can set up the green screen and literally
1: make it look like we're in Hawaii. Uh, a,
3: can you make Tropical Paul Atlas a thing? Tropical Paul
1: Atlas? Yes.
3: Well, we we freaking better. Oh, I'm, try. Tempted. I'm tempted. Uh
1: <laughs> I just want to tweet
3: tropical Paul Atlas and tag him and see what happens. Like just like with the <laughs> zinc on his nose and like a lei and like a little bucket hat.
1: I have a box of leis at home. I don't even know what from. Like I don't know if it's a Hawaiian party that never happened or something. It's Can you just, put Paul Atlas on a surfboard? And put them on a surfboard. Like, I have like, so many. Digitally, ideas. we do have a green screen over there. Oh no, so, I mean literally. Like oh okay, where am I gonna find? A, where am I gonna find a surfboard in this economy? <laughs>
3: That's a good point. If anybody would like to donate their surfboard, reach out <laughs> to right. surfboard at wrestling. I'm Miami. sorry from landlocked Pittsburgh. It's not a lot of. We goods. can get them
2: a boogie board. That's easier to I don't, get here.
1: Yeah, I don't Pittsburgh. think there's a lot of surfing happening on the Allegheny. Um, there's
3: one at Sandcastle, I'm sure. On Sandcastle, yeah, Sandcastle. We'll just get in. him a tube
1: and some floaties. I've and never been to Sandcastle.
3: I almost drowned there. That what? was the last time I was there. Yeah, oh, when I was 18, I almost drowned there. It was a good time oh, in the not- wave pool uh yeah the wave came up and hit me in the face and i went under and the lifeguard was too busy trying to get laid mm. and he couldn't be bothered to save me uh, some guy grabbed me and he's like are you okay and i was like Kr-k-k-k. so clearly i was okay i'm here hmm. i almost drowned in a
1: pool in myrtle beach uh uh the year after first grade yeah well, yeah jeez you just brought that out thanks <laughs> well, i forgot then, all about that this is
3: now the suppressed memory show of, okay
1: uh, okay are there any, else, any other PTSD we want to dig up while we're at it? <laughs> I got stung by a bee last week. Are you allergic
3: to bees?
2: No. And who cares? I, <laughs> I don't have anything else. I
3: when I care. was uh, six or seven, I got left home alone. These two guys came and they were going to rob our house. Now, wait a minute. We had a ridiculously large house that I don't really understand. Did how you go to New York the next year for.
1: and meet Donald Trump?
3: No. I, well, I met the pigeon lady. That's all I really Okay, remember. okay. Yeah, okay. she was, she <laughs> was <laughs> really far. nice. Okay. See, if Mad Mike were here, I was going to make it a Mighty Ducks reference, but I'll have to go with my other favorite movie.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Well, um, if you're looking for something to watch <laughs> to keep shoving down those deep, dark memories, uh, please go over to indywrestling.us. That was, that was a segue we have a lot going on there including and you can you can uh you can uh explore other mental issues because i believe at this point i know it's on VOD i can't I, it should be ready on the network as well and on YouTube but the rise rumble from this weekend is on there and featuring one delirious who i think has not been in pittsburgh for about a decade at least, uh, at least in, in a wrestling ring it's good to be able to film delirious again i mean hey he was one of my favorites when i first started getting a camera at ringside here back in the you know, whatever the hell that was, whatever decade that was. Uh, oh boy, the aughts. Oh boy, it was the aughts. It was it was the late aughts, that's for sure. So, uh, wait, what year did you start? Oh one, oh early one. aughts. You're in oh one. You're in early aughts. I'm yeah. a late, I'm a late comer to uh, the scene for some reason, which always bothers me because I've been here since two thousand. Really? And I'm like, why did I not discover independent wrestling
3: in the area? Wow, I discovered I just, when I was a, a fresh faced fourteen year old right? boy. Right,
1: right. Like when well, I was busy.
3: Um <laughs> hey look some of us uh did I guess I was busy. I in, guess I was busy.
1: Teams. Um uh, but anyways um also I didn't know where where weird towns like Monroeville were. I was afraid to leave my, leave the South Hills at that point. Weird I towns. Was, yeah, so I, it wasn't it was not Listen <laughs> like when you you like when you first move to a city and you're like like, don't realize there's like a grocery store a mile away, so you're still driving like five miles away to the place you know. Yeah, you know, that's like fair. that kind of thing. Like, that's mm. kind of where we were. So, anyways, US, <laughs> You don't have to go anywhere to uh, enjoy all the great professional wrestling across several states right there. Rise Rumble is up. The VCW Father's Day throwdown, including the death of Zeke Mercer. I know he just got almost mortally injured. Um, Let me be clear about that. So. <laughs> Um, A lot of great stuff there. And, of course, you can also check out our Spotlight Slam show that has debuted. And we're on the third episode coming up this week featuring, amongst other matches, uh, Jason Gorey and Damian Chambers from the last VCW show. A really good match and a surprise match. Actually, a replacement with Jason Gorey rolling in. Uh, So go check that out at IndieWrestling.us. And, of course, I go on YouTube, the Facebook, and GrindCity.biz for the Spotlight Slams on Wednesday night at 10 and 11 p.m respectively, and uh, see what you're missing and see what's coming up as well because we're going to a lot of information on that show about what shows are coming up uh, in the greater pittsburgh area and west virginia um all of our partners uh, uh as a part of that too so go check it out check out free wrestling and if you want even more if you want to support independent professional wrestling and the production of uh independent professional wrestling so we can keep doing this and show you the stars before you see them on aw dark at least um go over to Indie wrestling us speaking of that rise rumble uh bc you you're you're in the middle of uh, you're in the middle of a of of some gold and a hard place right now it seems. Well, I the 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 former and the being hard the better part. Yeah, well, the hard place being the Warhawks. and uh, so yeah. Yeah, that didn't, uh, that, didn't, that didn't work out too well. You know,
3: I should have known it was going to go bad when Chris Larusso wouldn't let me produce the Rise Rumble, the the song Rise Rumble. Oh,
1: the oh oh yeah.
3: oh yeah. oh! I did
1: see this promo. Yeah,
3: yeah. it was the I Wrestle had, Rock thing I, I had lines for everybody oh no and this I, should have happened if, if you
1: needed but, help you should have you should have booked mad mike to get, to assist you i just i you mean could have gone rogue on this thing and become a partial mayhem show production Damn, you there can still go option. rogue on it i know. mean i mean we can add it to you know, the show
3: after not this. everybody's watched it yet so there's point. an
1: opportunity
3: there is time i is is 39 too old to start my rap career no, uh, you know, some people start their wrestling career at that age. That's true. That I mean I well, mean, I'm I'm definitely not gonna be starting that. That is off the table. No, far, no, far
1: no, 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 I'm not even interested in trying to bump at this point, not on purpose at least. Uh so um you you know, knowing how to bump has saved my life.
3: That it, it I mean it <laughs> it I think it was a Taz line he said in like the first tough enough. He goes, If you fall in a grocery store, this will save your life. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. I fell downstairs. <laughs> I did too, but not gracefully. It looked like God had me in a Boston crab.
1: But oh, I, I, I still, there was a very, it was a very short landing at the end, and I found the ground and flattened
3: out. Man, I could have been going to the hospital real bad. and so. when, when I fell, I did go to the hospital, and it was great. <laughs> it was awesome.
1: Anyways, oh yeah, uh, as I as I said, uh, uh, manager of the champions. I yes, think was yes. this. This is like it was some kind of grand slam or something that you've had like uh, champions in, in about every promotion in the area.
3: Yeah. any unless it's like a one off, I've managed a champion now every single promotion I've worked for. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a uh, that, I don't know if that uh, gets my face on a Mount Rushmore, but uh, that's a thing. So, yeah. But Rise was the place where I was kind of uh, slipping up and I felt like, you know, having Tyler Klein and calvin couture i had the best opportunity Mm -hmm. and that is i am legitimately a huge fan of them calvin Mm -hmm. couture was handpicked by rpw and myself and when uh tyler i keep wanting to say calvin klein (laughs) like (laughs) in my head it's like yeah calvin klein because you know they're models but um i wanted tyler klein i'm like this just this just fits this this is Mm -hmm. i've told Mm -hmm. them before i wish i was younger because i feel like if i were younger and i could do more and wasn't old and falling apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but they uh, they made it happen. Full credit to those guys. I don't think Warhaus is is really my clients anymore after the whole. Yeah happen. yeah. There was that a, didn't go well.
1: There was a four way. Uh, you 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 managed both of them to the ring. That's true. And then then it got a
3: little weird. There were there were some shenanigans. There were some shenanigans. But yeah, it wasn't yeah, until the now we're seeing my pasty white legs. I just saw myself on the camera. Uh, but the um, yeah check the white balance. Make it look like I'm tan. But uh, uh, the uh, by the sure. time the rise rumble happened and Warhaas had eliminated uh, Tyler and Calvin, I, I think that partnership might uh, might might have a few cracks in it. I'm yeah, going to work on bit. it, but that that was that's a that's a pretty big pair of problems to have too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, I I try to keep people on my good side or at least uh, avoid them at all costs. Hmm. so may have to go to the drawing board but I, I'm a believer that there's nothing money can't fix hello person who just walked by the window and stared at me
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes we do have the window open tonight
3: um, I'm sure I'm sure it'll work out I'm sure
1: everything will work out just fine <laughs> you guys as it always hard. does in yeah yeah
3: yeah especially for BC's too <laughs> yes if there's one thing that my career has proven is it always works out a-okay <laughs> exactly um, so
1: uh, so, so, yeah, you've had, God, that's twenty twenty. Well, that's over 20 years, 21 years, yeah. I guess. Your uh, your career is old enough to drink. Yep. 21 years
3: in 16 days. In 16 days. Yep, That's Ju- crazy. Dude. July 28th, Elizabeth Firehall. I, I know the date. I can tell you the first match. I can tell you every. I'm interested. Uh, it was Matt Vandal against Mike Preston. His name was protege at the time. Two minutes into the match, uh, the guy threw a chop. It hit me in the head, and my I lost my contact lens. What? (laughs) And I had headaches for the longest time because I think it went up into my head, like went up into my head. And that's not I'm not setting up a pun or anything like that. I was so nervous, I started my eyes would flutter, like like a tick after it happened. Also, didn't help that I was nervous, and that's how my career started. (laughs) So. I'm like, man, and that, is, was, there's that was that was when me. you were too, right? Yeah, yeah, that's when I was Mark Steele. Oh, wow. Yeah, no no uh, twin brother that I I'm confessing on this show that Mark Steele was me. Complete with bad haircuts, oh geez. bad posture. And I think
1: you were there when I first started watching IWC in like 2006. Uh I
3: I, I did no, I left IWC in 02. I that's did right. two spot or two the 100th and 101st show okay
1: so i did okay those yep. yep yep
3: Yeah. i was around for those yeah. yeah. so i did those two and uh
1: as i as i i often say my first time like knowingly knowing you uh or seeing you or in action or whatever yeah. was a uh, pwx show where um i think they let the fans like 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 leg drop you or something oh yeah that yeah. was
3: that was that was impromptu and that was fun i i had a great time doing. yeah that.
1: i'm sure you looked like you
3: were and the leopard skin uh get up and everything and uh it was only bad when a child went to pin me and credit to him. He was a veteran. He knew to hook the leg, <laughs> but he did not grab the leg. No, he grabbed the wrong leg. Yeah. He, <laughs> oh, he no. grabbed, and I said at that point, I'm going to punch a child. Mm-hmm. I didn't punch a child, <laughs> but I wanted to punch a child. And, Ugh, and to make me I feel old, that, you. that kid is like, uh, probably, I don't know, 25 now, whatever the, do the math. Do the math. Yeah. We should. You find can legally
2: a punch with the face now. Oh, that's that's, right. that's a good point.
3: Yeah, we need to find this kid. See if he's still into <laughs> wrestling. So if
1: he remembers that. You know, and and I think I think that's the interview. And wow, yeah. and that
3: was your first uh time seeing me. So you had to see me wrestle the first time you saw. Yeah, me. yeah. Well, what
1: the hell was the match?
3: It, it was Quinn. Not that just, anybody can see it these days. Uh It's on YouTube. I slapped. Is it on YouTube? Yep. I slapped Quinn. He clotheslined me. Uh My soul left my body and then came back later that evening.
1: and i still i I still didn't didn't get a
3: rematch either wait wait, was he wrestling was quinn like wrestling wrestling at the Uh, time no there was a thing where uh there was a member of the championship committee that i would face and if i won i got on and
1: so i didn't even realize that i i i I had seen quinn magnum in action yeah like because i didn't i didn't know anybody then so um, and he's
3: ducking me too for the record i've challenged him oh yeah I've, i've wanted a rematch numerous times but just saying, I mean, you know, anything, never say never. No, nah, we're, 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 uh, we're, we're saying never, we're saying never,
1: were never yeah. saying never. I don't know, he's not tied to anything, you know. I don't know. Actually, I haven't talked to him for a while, so but next time I do, I'll oh, bring this up. Sweet Jesus, <laughs> listen, when we run our uh, mayhem mania, uh, uh, the wrestling show, we'll book you. Awesome, we'll make, that, we'll make that we'll make that dream match happen. I can do those matches, we'll throw all the podcast monies at it. Mm-hmm.
3: Awesome. Well, I mean, if that we're going to do dream matches, I have a list of. Maybe opponents. that's a
1: level we should do on Patreon. Is like if we get to this part, <laughs> like this point in Patreon, we will run a wrestling show. This is where I do need to talk about the financials of an indie wrestling show. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're like, listen, it's not my money. Doesn't matter if we lose it. We made the goal. You know, the, the fans want to see it. You, you know, you had me at it's not my money. I don't care. <laughs> <please>. <laughs> but you know, I will
2: gladly sponsor that match between. BC there you, and
1: go. And there you go. There you go. We'll go, we'll sponsor a show. God, the more I keep talking about this, the closer it is to happening. Well,
3: look, if you <laughs> want to make money, you run wrestling
1: shows. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, you run an MMA show, is what I've learned. Well, <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> it's like you put aside your love for wrestling and run an MMA show, and apparently there's money there. Um, but. Mm, um, Anyways, we're, uh, so there's some stuff happening in the chat room. Tyler Klein's in the chat room. He was upset that we weren't talking about
3: them yet in the first segment, of course. Um, but we got around to it. Well, I was. You did tell me beforehand this is not the Calvin Couture Tyler Klein uh, celebration, so I had to. Bring no, it down well, we quick. had them on
1: a few weeks ago. True, and and that was the
3: celebration, well, yeah, of but, sorts. So. But there should be a celebration every week.
1: Uh. Okay. Well, I mean, I doesn't their twitter just celebrate that every day that's a fair point i mean that's i mean it's point. already there in all of our follows and our
3: hearts that's fair <laughs> that's fair
1: <laughs> that's what Twitter's for um yeah oh boy i'm sorry I'm, I'm i'm catching up with the chat room here um we need a weekly jericho statement no 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 that's not no no that's our conversation
3: where people. Where's the Ask BC Steal Anything, if you'd yeah, like yeah, to know if about are, If there are any questions in the chat room. I mean, from, from politics to religion to uh, No, 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 no. What, what's wrong with know, those? Wait, no, 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 Remember, those wait those we those. did
1: try a political show with you one Yes,
3: time. we did. Yes. <laughs> we did two episodes, and I had an idea for the third. I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. This is, <laughs> No, I can't, I can't say that. Well, I'll do Nope. I was like, okay, two episodes. Didn't really go one way or the other. Didn't mm-hmm. insult. This is good. Yeah, that's yeah. that's two more episodes than any political show on TV could go. We so. tried
1: it. I didn't. Yeah, yeah seriously. Can you imagine I, if
3: we tried that concept today. Oh. And the
1: whole idea was to then we call it political mayhem yeah, show or something. PMS. And, Poli- and no. it, like, that was the. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and it was you and Pert LeGrand. And yeah. I think you were talking about politics in the in the vein of like it, through the lens of wrestling. Yeah. Like talking. Which, I which is it, the, the same yeah it's a great concept you know um and it's in the feed it's in the swigertron media wrestling man show like super feed master feeds if you want to go look for it like it's there so um but
3: man i don't even know <laughs> I, I just there wasn't motivation for it you know what i mean yeah and especially as as we get further and further i don't know if I could do it without yeah. going off on a tangent. It was all, it was a whole different era. Yeah. We'll say. yeah. Because I, as you know, I tend to go off on tangents and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, and that you? person just that walked by, I wish you guys could see the outside. Cause I put my hand like this and the person like looked over as if I had some magical <laughs> power just to shoot we out. We used the to, we <laughs> used to be connected
1: with that camera out there. And uh, I'm I'm curious if we still are, uh, <laughs> cause this, would has been fun. Um, so, let's say you've been everywhere you've been twenty years into this um you know in in you know what what, what have you you should do the what have you learn from wrestling what have you learned from your career?
3: Uh, what have I learned from my career i I actually when I had a podcast way back in the day oh I, uh, I mentioned something about how pro wrestling changed my life, and mm-hmm. that's something that I tell people if they stick with it long enough, one way or another, it'll change your life. I can um, relate to that. It will like I've met people from every walk of life. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not the most well-rounded individual in the world. I'm sure there's somebody who's traveled and, you know, met all kinds of different people. But I've met people from every political background, every race, color, creed, sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. It also helps me because I'm 39, so I'm not really up to date on stuff. But when you're working with younger talent, mm-hmm. you're working with talent that is working with other younger talent. And they have their experiences. It kind of keeps me young in a way—not body, but mind. <laughs> and I—I I, I tend to learn more about myself. Like uh, everything good, bad, or indifferent that I have in life that I value has come through professional wrestling.
1: It's interesting because at least in the Pittsburgh area, it, I feel like there haven't been a lot of managers. Like at least like longevity
3: managers. It's you know? usually it's usually a couple years. Yeah, and they find something else like uh, their personal life, like their relationship or, or, you know, their job or their career or what have you. And there were times where that probably should have been my focus. Yeah. I'm I'm sure there's, there's relationships and friendships that uh, would say, yeah, he, we kind of wrestling took most of his time, but Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can't change that. It is what it is, but uh, it's usually like a few years and then they, or they're attached to a wrestler and that wrestler quits or moves on, and then they move yeah, on with them. Yeah, so, Like,
1: I, like I feel like, like, like I, I remember ten years ago watching a lot of promotions. I always felt like, like the person that comes out was just like, you know, that person's buddy, you know, yeah. and not like managers per se. Like, like you know, they didn't seem to be
3: like trained managers. They were just yeah. like a body that was out there to yell at people. Yeah, it, it, you know? Sometimes it's the fifth ring post. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, that perfect. I, I would admit, talk about growing as a person that used to drive me absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking I take this seriously, and and I uh, you know had to twirl for years. Not that's just asinine to say that, but uh, you know I I worked at it and this that and the other, and they just come right in the door. Now I'm like I don't care how you came in, I really don't. I don't care if you just saw this on TV and what well, that'll be fun, and they have an in. Like as long as you take it seriously when you get in, great. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you paid dues forever or if you just walk in the back door and they're like eh okay you're good. It's like, what do you do when you get here? And to be receptive to yeah. right? Yeah. Like,
1: um, kind of, I, I I don't know how, how to, like, there's, there's people, like, we're very careful about who we put on video, yeah. right? Because, like, I'm like, do you know wrestling? Do you know what you're getting into? Like, do you know not to stand in the wrong place? When I mean, I screwed up. I I almost walked right into a guy trying to hop up on the ring a couple of last, last month, right? It still happens. But still, like like, versus completely being in the wrong place for wrestling and, yeah. like, Don't stand there. Somebody's going to come at you, you know, kind of stuff, right? Like, I I feel like, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, I've seen ring announcers come in and just be over their head or not move for bulk nasty. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's not a good thing. I thought I was going to watch a man die that day. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, like be receptive, but also, like, I don't know. there's, There's something... There, there's some skill level or presence of mind yeah. that's required that not everybody possesses yeah and to be around
3: this with referees ring announcers and managers it's unique at least yes. in my opinion because if people think what you do is easy mm-hmm. perfect great you mm-hmm. should think it's easy as one two three mm-hmm. um I had somebody once who was a manager and they you know I kind of gave them the the whole thing and when I started going through it they finally said there is a lot to this, huh? And I went, yeah, <laughs> yes, there is. It's not. Oh, well, there definitely
2: is. It's not mm.
3: just standing there and looking pretty. I mean, don't get me wrong, Ronnie, as he can attest, we're very good at looking pretty. We are, but especially Ronnie. Oh, I know. Oh, shut up, guys. I wish uh, I had that beard that he has, but I have mm-hmm. seventeen hairs. On I my am, chin.
1: I am jealous of a full beard. If I yeah. could grow a full beard, you know, I'd be doing that, right? Like, uh,
2: you know, I, I, I want to put uh, Ben over for a second please do yeah i love this show <laughs> <sighs> i i don't do this often uh i met you in 2003 at pwx
3: i was so young this
2: is this is when we were at you guys were at the old building where it would snow hmm. snow would come through the roof and that that, <laughs> that building you know what i'm talking about
3: yes remind, so, it, remind was, me to tell you a the worst story of that building afterwards sorry i just want to okay put that on there
2: and, and this wasn't chris taylor was a buck ten yes like super skinny Chris Taylor.
1: I I looked uh, at I looked at I was looking for a DVD that we're talking about on Twitter the other day for IWC, and I found an RWA one with like young Chris Taylor, and I'm like, what even is this fucking picture <laughs> of like long hair, goth, skinny ass Chris Taylor? <laughs> he was a young,
3: skinny, hairless boy. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was what they called P-
2: like pg-13 or something
3: like that uh, Ooh, uh, wasn't that a group i there, thought that was a group no there was it's so this i remember but important stuff i don't know he was in the tag team nc-17 and also <laughs> <Yes>. x-rated
2: <laughs> which one was with the other kid with the long hair i can't
3: remember uh well there was there he teamed one with justin idol i don't remember which one and then there was one with the late uh lance dayton and that was the other him and lance dayton teamed together I could just give everybody who's been around more than 15 years their entire history. I'll just do the the anthology. I remember,
2: I remember Lance Dayton. I didn't know you. I didn't know he died.
3: Yeah, he passed away a few years ago, actually. Jeez. Yeah.
2: Shit, that's crazy. So. But um, anyway, back to putting you over.
3: Yes, thank you so uh, much.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I definitely stole a couple things from you. While you. While I was managing, because I'm like, well, Ben's the fucking best in Pittsburgh. Best, probably in the tri-state area, honestly. I'm fucking blushing over there. But uh no man, there there is nobody better than you. Thank you. Like that's that's just a well known fact with everybody. Like everybody respects you, everybody loves you. Uh everything you've done for wrestling, nobody's done it better. Well, thank so you. I dare anybody to say it differently.
3: Well, if they yeah. say it differently, they're wrong. That's the first problem.
2: Yeah. So or they're I mean, in denial. I, I have told you several times, you know, I am no BC steel. <laughs> but uh I, I try to be. I you know. I try to steal your shtick once or twice, well, and what happened? You put me in a fucking locker for seven years,
3: <laughs> which is on YouTube, by the way. Mm-hmm. It is. On YouTube. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, there's a good chance that I stole it from somebody. Like when I went, managers like Notorious Norm, Damian Stockholm, Drew Lazario. Uh, there were girls, Katarina Heiss, uh, Jasmine Victoria. I could probably name every single one. Gentleman Joe Perry. There were so many uh, that I was like, oh, there's something. And then when I started watching tapes and say, oh, okay, there's a little thing, and I started taking stuff from. If anybody knows this character, I just revealed this recently to somebody, and they knew who it was. If anybody remembers In Living Color, (laughs) Jim Carrey had a character, the Feminine Environmentalist. And that is where I stole a lot of my mannerisms from. So if anybody sees that, I've now just given it away. So there you go. So I stole it from Jim Carrey. So yeah, Ronnie Starks, you are one degree away from uh, Jim Carrey, technically. Holy shit. There you go. It's all coming full circle <laughs> now. <laughs>
2: is,
3: that, I, is that full circle?
2: I, I thought I was like a, a Seth Rogen kind of guy, but hey, <laughs> if if I'm more like Jim Carrey, then I'll, I'll take it.
3: Well, I, I think maybe looks like Seth Rogen. I would probably get, I used to get the Shermanator from American Pie. You were the
2: fucking Shermanator from American Pie.
3: And when <laughs> I was little, I kind of looked like Macaulay Culkin, except... Not cute, not adorable, no talent, and I wasn't in any movies. I did try out for two, but I didn't get the parts. I'm still upset. But I mean, we
2: can't all be extras in a Kennywood uh, commercial. That...
3: Oh.
2: What? What? Oh, I was I was an extra in a Kennywood commercial when I was a kid.
3: Whoa. Wait, wait, you never
2: told
1: me about this.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so I can't remember what year it was, but uh, they did this whole commercial. There was a clown. And there were a bunch of kids lined up and we like danced and like the clown like went around on like one of those one wheel tricycles and was like fucking juggling and shit. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, that that was the
2: Kennywood commercial.
3: Oh, wow. Now, how bad did you want to trip him and then start laying the boots to him? Well, you
2: know, I'm a bit of a shit. So probably as soon as the commercial started, I was like, (laughs) somebody needs to beat up this damn clown.
1: Yeah, That's fair. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I think I found something here. That would I think be it. This is, there's something happening. I think, oh, here comes Ronnie Starks. Here comes a young, spry Ronnie Starks. And look at who throws him in. And and uh, let's see who we got. I don't know. Wait, was that? Whoa. Oh, wait, was that Shane Taylor? That is Shane Taylor. <laughs> Shane Taylor shoved you in a locker where mm-hmm. you resided for seven years. Uh, we try not to laugh at all during this cycle. Is that Chris LaRusso? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. wow. Evil Beard Chris Larusso, mm-hmm. how about that? Chris
2: Larusso was trying not to laugh. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, you could kind of tell at the beginning there, and you're just there for this. This is like a this is a three minute segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then there's another one. I want to find it, but it
2: was the, the seven year later one where I had my ocean. Yeah,
1: I think. Well, yeah, we'll have to find that because I well, I know I think I'm probably the one that posted it because when we were when we were working over there.
3: As a man that appreciates it, a good callback in comedy or movies, that. That would that made me so happy that we could have a callback from seven years prior. I
1: always you know, I'm always and I'm always have that question in my head when we do these th- kinds of things, because I'm like, we think this is hilarious and we remember. But do the fans remember? Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, like, because yeah. like are, are the fans been around for this long. Are they seeing this? Are they seeing these little breadcrumbs that that you guys are putting out there, you know, that we're doing something interesting like that? You know, and 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 they never know because it just feels so. Especially when you think back in the day, yeah, when everything was DVD or yeah. VHS, yeah. right? You know, like, well, who's seeing these promos at that point? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I always,
3: whenever somebody says, "Hey, I remember," and I can tell that it's a fond memory, not like, "Hey, I remember that time your pants were down," and I'm like, "Oh, and that that wasn't very good." Although, if somebody, if that's somebody's fond memory, that might be a little odd, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when somebody like brings something up and it's like a fondness, I'm like, okay, I think that worked. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that that was good. Mm-hmm. It's I like when somebody brings something up and I don't remember it and I yeah. have to like jog my memory.
1: I always it, like that's always the coolest thing when I think about like you know we talk a lot about the RWA audience and, and Rise yeah. as well because you know, there's the mainstay. I've been watching Rise for the last around what five years now. Yeah, and and growing and it's great to see that everything. And by, by the way, I gotta say like like seeing Rise. Uh, have grown into that new venue and I, I, I think Larusso said that there was like a maybe a new record for them yeah. for the I new
3: venue. I think the last three shows or four shows were have been increasing. Records.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean it's a giant Burlington Co. factory. Yeah. They got room <laughs> to expand. Yeah. I mean so like and I would love to see and I haven't seen this in person. So I don't know. I don't I can only see on video like how big this place is and it looks massive. It is huge. And I, I can't I'm hoping I can get the opportunity in the next couple months to come down. Um but uh yeah, it, it, and it, you know that is really cool. But then, like, I I think of like that in RWA and like look at RWA, like you know we th- we talked about that crowd and how they just come unglued. We were talking about it a lot last night, and I'm just like, this is the most important thing to like 300 people. Yeah, and the you acoustics know? are amazing. And that's, but 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 like 300 people have followed this and know all of this and yeah. that, and, and you're like, oh, just 300 people, was like. That's an audience, you know, that's an important audience that comes back every month and pays a ticket and is involved. And that and that attachment is just like incredible when you when you capture that lightning like that, yeah. you know, even if it is, quote unquote, just 300 people or, you know, the the people that are buying VODs, DVDs, you know, you know, that's, that's, you know, not a whole lot of people on top of that. Yeah. You know, it just is really incredible.
3: And I think that's a credit to not only the guys and girls that work there, but. The promoter himself, Dr. Philbad, mm-hmm. who I've said this before, I don't know if I've said this publicly. I think I've said it to him. To me, and this is not against any other promoter I work for or any promoter that I have, but he might be the closest thing I've seen to Norm Yep, in terms of fan-promoter interaction. Absolutely. Because Norm can tell you, and I used to be that fan that was 15, and I was like, wow, he knows Everything. I gotta go to the next show. Like I I have to be there mm-hmm. because he created this environment. And I think Feelbed's the closest thing I've he seen. He is that. uh well, he's hands-on and and yes. because that's
1: one of the things I noticed when I first went to IWC was Norm was was shaking everybody's hand going out the door. Now Derek will do it too, to the detrimental of we wanna fucking get out of here. <laughs> Let us out the door. I know you gotta kiss and hug everybody, you know, kind of thing. So Positive, nice, but it works. You yeah. know what I mean. There's a connection there, and that's important. You know, for whatever you think of it, but, you know, uh you know, call it a cult, and and damn it, you know, good wrestling is a fucking cult. I was just gonna good, say, good, re- defy is a fucking cult up there. Okay, uh, ECW is a fucking cult. GCW is a fucking cult. Mm-hmm. Watching that shit and going to every show and 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 buying into it, right? Especially on this <laughs> level. You know, because what the fuck is a cult? It's it's the thing that you're passionate about and quote unquote religious about that nobody else understands,
3: and nobody can tell you otherwise. Yes, yeah, that is exactly, a
1: huge... exactly. When I when we handed a DVD to somebody at RW, uh, RWA of Super Indie, and they said this is boring, we're like, what the fuck world are we living yeah. in? You know. <laughs> so <laughs>
3: the, the example that I always give of of well, any business owner should know their audience, know their crowd. That's the first rule, mm-hmm. but uh this was 2005 four, four or five Juventude guerrera and psychosis came into pwx against the sat's that obviously wait, 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 who's the sat's uh oh sorry i just
4: or, 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 or yeah
3: uh joel joel maximo and uh somebody in the chat might know they were like 2000 you know amazing red yes i, I think they're brothers i think okay or okay cousins. but but they were like in the early 2000s they were the thing it was mm-hmm. backseat boys against sats in in philly and new jersey and et cetera, and kind of those three amazing red and the sats were making a loop anyway so juventud Guerrero and psychosis managed by yours truly never <laughs> miss a chance to put yourself <laughs> over um where i had like a 103 degree fever it was actually oh, a, it was actually 99 but round up for wrestling so yeah. i was legitimately <laughs> sick anyway they came in And there were two sets of fans, the normal PWX fans Mm -hmm. that wanted what they got every Mm -hmm. show and knew Mm -hmm. what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And then there were people that heard, hey, they're there and came in for that. And when they're doing these spots and doing this match and blah, 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 it was very, very specific. Mm -hmm. The The fans that were there just for those guys were there for those guys. The other fans were like, why are they not playing to us? Why are they not? And the only guy that really, really played to the fans in that matchup. Was Evan Courageous, who was managing the SATs. And I know this sounds like I'm making stuff up, but I'm not. Evan Courageous from WCW was there for <laughs> something. Uh, and he played to the people and they were like into him because he was managing the, yeah. the one team. But like that was because he was general yeah. wrestling school of thought. Yes. You, you know, know, this is our this crowd. This is what you do. Yep. Yeah. And and I I always said it was like an old school crowd. And many places in West Virginia are the same. That's why mm-hmm. Guys mm-hmm. like Honky Tonk Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a name drop, and I sound like a douche when I do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Honky Tonk Man told me and uh, Bobby Williams, I believe that's the official. I know him as Potter. He's my BFF. But uh, told us once, I can make a killing in these types of towns with 50 people than I can at a Ring of Honor show with 2,000. And I don't think he ever worked Ring of Honor, but I... That's the general okay, okay. idea. Okay. All right. I, I, all right. I'm sure we all remember Honky Tonk Man against Samoa Joe for okay. the ROH <laughs> championship.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, I, when I saw that. I've talked on here before about the nat, the not Nashville, but the Tennessee shows I was at. Whereas, like, like two matches. The second match had Jerry Lawler. There was an intermission, so he could sign autographs and get the fuck out. Two matches, and I think maybe Ricky Morton wrestled. Then he got out and signed autographs and get the fuck out. And then there was a main event. Yeah. And this happened for that was the first show, and the second mat show was like that had some more indie talent like i don't know if you remember the carnies were up here uh, a yeah. few years ago for iwc um like they were i think that was their promotion to be honest and but there was like it was the main event was like them versus like like uh, uh billy gunn and james storm who were like uh i don't know ass money for the night or something like that yeah. <laughs> i was gonna so, say I, I, I don't know they had they had some fun thing they
3: came out the thunderstruck which i appreciate way better than storm gun that storm, i was storm maybe storm gun yeah something like that by the way thunderstorm Thunder Rosa and Tony storm yes. is the greatest. Yes. I am yes. a huge Thunder Rosa is probably in my top five right now. So mm-hmm. anything she does is well, she's right. amazing. And
1: I, I've talked about here. She's like an awesome backstage too. Like, I, I, like uh, mama Rosa is like that. She is the, she is to the women's division. What Mick Foley is. Cause it's uncle Mick when he walks in and she is just like, Pure cool vibe when she walks in.
3: I honestly think, and I thought this about, I thought this about Bailey when she was a baby face. I Mm -hmm. think Thunder Rosa is your five tool. Put her on late night with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, represents the brand. That's what I think. Yeah, because every single box they watch her in the ring. Wow, she's good. Yeah, she speaks English and Spanish, so that's a a a market. And she did she did
1: commentary for us one time And I and I talked to her afterwards, and she said, "Yeah, I've been doing commentary for Dark for the Spanish."
3: side. I'm like, yeah. that's fantastic. I had no idea. Like, it, to it, me... Why the fuck would I know? You I know? oh yeah. <laughs> you mean, you're not... Well, wait, this is the wrestling mayhem show. Sure. You're supposed to know everything. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I am like, need to learn Spanish. It, I really should. It, I, it absolutely... I, I, mean, just it helps. To,
1: I just need to ask one of my neighbors that to help teach me. Well, <laughs> so look, I something. taught you Spanish
3: earlier. I said I know, all those words, I know, so, I know. And I, I know. bought I Spanish earlier. I, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you got both sides of it. L. Starks de Rani, and I actually... I won't go into a Spain story, but I went to Spain. Uh, if you're around it enough, you can survive. Like you'll pick up certain things. Oh, and yeah. Phrases. Yeah. I mean, so just, heard enough just of go it. to Spain and Listen, spend some I've time. Listen, I've been to a Lucha
1: Underground show. I, well, I, I... There you go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah. Like... Or 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 the one across the street where um, I had no idea. I, I had no idea what anybody was chanting. You know, but that that's fun.
3: I love that. <laughs> yeah. But you get the, that's another thing about pro wrestling. Even if it's not in English, you get yes, it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I think that translates to absolutely and it helps, helps if the person speaks. But if, if, if Tony Khan, my good personal friend that I used to talk to in mm-hmm. AOL mm-hmm. back in the day, mm-hmm. who, if he sees this, if he remembers, I'm sure he doesn't remember, but, um, if it were me, like Thunder Rose is going to, which she is, that would be my main focus. Mm-hmm. Britt mm-hmm. Baker, not only because she's hometown and I'm a Homer, but she's got that unique character. Mm -hmm. And and let's face it, it is a cosmetic business. Yes. John Cena and The Rock are really, really good looking guys. That doesn't hurt. I mean, you've got beautiful people, good in the ring, character, charisma, uh, unique look Mm -hmm. like just all these things like put that on Jimmy Fallon and say, yeah, that's our brand. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is this has turned into a positive bc still i, I like out. this i like I this you are out. you're getting so mellow in your old age See, Well, here's an example real quick output of learning i used to think women's wrestling was what i saw in the late 90s which wasn't always the best and jesse mm-hmm. who many people will know mm-hmm. in the early 2000s goes yeah you're wrong you need to watch this you need to watch sarah del rey you need to watch mm-hmm. all this and somebody who i was a fan of who i didn't know was the same person was uh, Davina rose who later became Bailey. Oh. Yeah. I think it was Davina Rose. Um, but I remember Rose's thing, and I was a fan of hers, mm-hmm. and then later I saw her and didn't put two and two together because, you know, concussions. But mm-hmm. but yeah, there you go. This is a positive. You know what? It's it's good to get older. I'm calmer, I'm nicer. You got a nice car? I do. <laughs> I mean, got a nice life. I smell good. That's that's good. I mean, can, well, you, can you smell me from here? I'm actually I, wearing I the listen, new Chase Gold I, line.
1: I I lost most of my smell uh, when COVID, so, last year. So, well, I, you know, it has to be, thankfully,
3: it was mostly bad smell. So, I don't know. Well, then, you need the Chase Gold uh, cologne yeah. line. That's what I'm wearing right now, if anybody's interested. Okay. Actually, it's Chase, Chase Gold. Gold! Well, I can't smell it, so, well. Chase Gold! <laughs> <laughs> See, I find ways to put
1: everybody over on yes. This show. I think you put half of Pittsburgh over on this show. Um,
3: I love you, Ronnie. There you go. There you go. And even, I love you too,
1: buddy. Even Ronnie. <laughs> even. And that says a lot, man. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so uh, like, let's take a quick break here. And uh, I don't know if you got a chance to partake. I know you were chatting with, chatting up with daughters here uh, between the shows. But we do have uh, some, some catering, if you will, from our friends at Slice on Broadway. Oh, my God hold on there the show's back uh the wrong button there it is what the heck just happened uh well no well i i cued it as a shot instead of an overlay so everything went away ronnie for you but it was just fine for everybody else on the podcast i
2: panicked i was like what happened I
1: i know Well, it's okay. Rub some pepperoni on it. Uh, New York City style, yinz are made. Slice on Broadway, Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills, and I understand they have a pop up. I think still down at the South Side works. Um, of course, uh, the uh, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, but they got so much more hoagie salads and uh, for our gluten for our gluten friends, gluten sensitive friends in the studio our gluten friends you know our friends made of gluten apparently uh so uh but thank you you so much to them for supporting the show and feeding our guests and myself because otherwise i'd forget to eat dinner on podcast night uh so uh thank you so much for them um supporting the show for so long it's cool to see them grow as we're growing as well um over the years uh, so we're going to take a quick, probably ninety-second break, and I feel like I'm pitching the picture, 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 but that's not what's happening. We'll be right back after this.
0: Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at
1: SidekickMediaServices.com. We are back, Wrestling Mayhem Show, and we have yanked uh, Ronnie out of the commercial purgatory because of our sound set up here. Ronnie's still with us. He's actually in his locker right now. Yeah. A lot of Live from the Hello. locker.
2: Uh,
1: ten years later, mm-hmm. it's Ronnie Starks. Lo- the locker gnome, Ronnie Starks. <laughs> this damn locker, man that's right it's rather spacious
3: I was just it kind of spacious. that's the word i was thinking see managers no vote no words mm, that's is. right uh by the way i want to call attention to a
1: video that i saw it was just posted a few hours ago over at vcw i highly recommend well not if you're sensitive to uh possum side um but uh there's uh it, it, it's got an adorable ending I will, will tell you that so go to victory champions wrestling's uh facebook page and check out the uh where were you when possum side 2022 happened is the t- Oh don't fuck. Oh my God. You know, if you told me a year ago that Beastman was gonna run a promotion and what it would be like
3: <laughs> I mean I would be excited. <laughs> I was I'm excited. Not
1: lie. <laughs> I listen, there are two people that have come to me and said, I'm gonna start a promotion, and I said, I'm in whatever you need. And <laughs> one was Beastman recently, and the other one was Marshall Gambino. And both of them, I have, we have filmed the most ridiculous shit in professional wrestling. You filmed a pasta death match. Uh, I was getting to that, yes. Two of them. Um, and a baguette on a pole match? Vince Russo. That idea. <laughs> there was a lead pipe
3: in the baguette. I now love that idea. <laughs> you don't mess with Mambo. <laughs> That's fair. Another one of my. Former it was just but that's tremendous
1: like but just in the halloween hardcore halloween thing we did and everything it, it just it just completely bonkers and and now there's this and there's that fans bring the weapon you i and i hear rumblings of other plans and 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 possum side and i just
3: i love it i and love it's, it Pro wrestling. It's pro wrestling. And that's, that's, listen, that's all
1: it is, it is everything I love about West Virginia. Because I talk about Detroit. Listen, there's like, there's our Tennessee wrestling, right? And then there's our Detroit wrestling, this whole other vibe out here, right? And then, like, like, you know, and then fucking LA is a whole other fucking animal, right? That's true. Right? And that's then West Virginia it's own fucking rabbit animal, okay? And, and, uh, and he's bringing, like, the best of that and then the Pittsburgh stuff and Ohio guys that I don't get to see very often. There's literally guys on the show that I haven't seen since we did the Dustin Battorf like, third annual event years ago. And I think they were up to eight last I knew before COVID. So, you like, like that that's cool to see, like, all that coming together. Right? Uh, like, I saw this guy. And, like, I seen him for two shows. I'm like, why the hell is this guy familiar? I'm like, oh, shit. He was this other gimmick at the other thing. <laughs> He's that
3: guy, right? You know, like stuff like that is kind of coming yeah. around. So, and like wrestling's weird too because you go forever without seeing somebody, and then, like, I've so, I saw James Avery, uh, for the yeah, I've seen him twice in three months, and before that, and you it, saw him it, three times in that Battle Royal. What? Well, that's <laughs> true. That's a fair point. And before that was that, that was fun. Before that, it had been fifteen years. Was he? Is maybe? he the
1: trainee? Trainee at uh, uh, NOW yeah, out there? Okay, he so trains, I. Okay, thank you. Because I. Don't know I that, but
3: somewhere in Ohio, yeah,
1: yeah, I, yeah the one that Warhoss and them are yeah, from, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because I met him because uh, yeah. I was tagging along. Uh, Debraski was doing a seminar out there, and and, I, and I'm like, this guy's familiar. Okay, yeah, I think some of these guys are the Ohio guys, you know, to fill out the battle royal or whatever, right? So like, I was like, okay, okay. yeah, supremely
3: so, talented, yeah, and. and you see that through his students.
1: I, I I mean, that's so we've we've talked about recently, Um, you know, the you know, the good trainers and you've seen that come through and you see when bad trainers and things come yes. through, you know, and you can kind of tell where they come from, depending on how you're, you're dealing with certain wrestlers. Right. That is As they are coming, especially when they're younger. Um, and that that's really, really important. So anyways, uh, another thing that's really important is people's presence online. And we talked about we we, we we talk about this every once in a while, right? Yes. And uh, and and it is it is I, I think WWE actually does social media training now. I I've, I understand so. there it has been some at at that level, right? Not that it always is clean, but you know I think less issues happen than used to be. Yeah, you know, like the Hardys were notoriously bad. Matt was
3: terrible
1: <laughs> at, for a long time
3: there there's a definite dark side yes to pro pro wrestling twitter yes present yeah. past and i'm sure future
1: yes and and i know something came up recently um you know with stuff like that and, and, and i know you had a couple of thoughts on that you'd like to share
3: yeah so i always preface this with why i am so passionate about this mm-hmm. and it is because in the mid 2000s i don't like to give a lot of non-BC Steel stuff, but I had a marketing company. And this was the infancy days of Twitter. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty much me, the creators, and like three hamsters. That's, that's pretty <laughs> much not, not that. But it was very early on. YouTube marketing wasn't very popular. Uh, I don't even know if Instagram was around. I was marketing teaching marketing on MySpace. So that tells you the, the end of MySpace, height of popularity. Mm-hmm. So I, I know what social media can be. And Mm -hmm. it's essentially your 24-7, 365 advertisement for your brand. Yeah. For pro wrestlers, you're the brand. Yeah. You're the brand. You're the product. There are ancillary products like t-shirts, et cetera. But you drive that car. You steer that ship. You insert metaphor here. What I hate is when I see people completely mismanage it. Either they're tweeting stuff to people that are supposed to be their peers Knocking, say, a WWE product. Uh, They are complaining about their personal lives. Uh, If my favorite actor is Matthew McConaughey, just for the sake of argument. If he tweeted, man, my so-and-so didn't call me back. Um, My life sucks. Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel bad because I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. But I'm also going to be like, eh, they're not as cool as I thought. Yeah, Like, they're supposed to be a mystique. Yeah, they're not they're supposed to have the same problems I do. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also the other side, and I'm going to quote Dave Chappelle, and I, I know some people feel certain ways, but he has a quote. Twitter is not a real place, so mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of hard to care about it. And that's true for all social media. So when I see people, and I'm going to use this term nicely, when I see wrestlers that should know better act like Marks that should just be buying tickets, it's upsetting. And I don't say Mark in a negative connotation because Mark is wrestling fan. Everybody's a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. If you're in the business, who is a bigger wrestling fan than somebody that pays thousands of dollars, yep. puts their body through hell, yep. buys gear, spends money. So I don't use Mark as a, as a negative connotation in general. But when you're trying to harass people that are supposed to be your contemporaries and your peers at a higher level, that doesn't make you look very good.
1: Yeah. It's a it's a, prof- it's a professionalism. You, yeah. you, it's, it's, you wouldn't be doing that in an office. Yeah. This is your office.
3: Yeah. It would be very weird if and to to bring it down, like if I'm at Burger King and I'm bitching about what McDonald's put in their hamburgers, it's a little <laughs> weird. And, and to uh, make a point of, well, some people say, well, that's not a good analogy, mm-hmm. but it fits because it's business. And that's another problem. And there's the other bad part of it where people promote stuff they hate. And this is a pet peeve because I admit I am not infallible. I have done this. And somebody told me once, you spent so much time talking about something you dislike that you put more of a focus on it because you're passionate and because mm-hmm. the, then you could have done if you would have just ignored it.
1: break that down a little bit because I don't yeah. know if people are grasping what you mean by that. Okay.
3: So I'll give an example. Mm-hmm. What I I saw uh something in Deathmatch Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Not really a fan of it. Um I know Jim Cornette is very, very popular for doing this. Mm-hmm. He will rip it apart. He mm-hmm. will tweet about it. He and will that's say his brand. look at these guys. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But if he truly, truly doesn't like it. Now, if he's doing it just to garner attention, it's working because people always retweet and back and forth. But if you really, really dislike something, you're not gonna promote it. Like, I don't like and there's a difference. Also, I wanted to distinction, There's a difference yeah. between doing this publicly
1: on Twitter versus yeah. complaining about X that you don't like that's happening to yeah. your contemporaries and fans you know, like in a in a closed circle. Yeah, in, right.
3: In, in 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 like with friends and family or in the yeah. car, that's yeah. that's fine. That that's one thing. But if if I don't like Wendy's, am mm-hmm. I going to really go into Wendy's? I'm not eating here. I hate you, and then leave. That's kind of weird, especially I, if you have a scope and a following. As yes, I knock the mic out Professional. <laughs> <them. laughs> Damn it. But but it's frustrating because the, the thing that I always put forward to clients when I had them was promote what you do mm-hmm. because you can control what you do. Mm-hmm. You can control who you are. You can control your message, your image, whatever. You can't control the other guy. So why would you bother putting any time into it? I and then,
1: swear that I just heard this from a, TikTok from Gary V. <laughs> oh,
3: no, no. yeah, yeah, not enough swears, but and yeah, I was know. gonna say. Well, what you gotta fucking do it. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing too is I don't know the scope of what they do, mm-hmm. but people notice that stuff. Yeah, there are people that have that local people that don't get booked certain places because of how they are in social media. Yeah, so I guarantee that happens on a large scope. Yeah. What I will say is, I know there have been social media seminars. Mm -hmm. And as I said when it happened, everybody in the locker room for where these had should be sitting and listening. Mm -hmm. Because they were from professional people that know social media. And I can say that
1: one person in one of those seminars is on AEW right now. Yes. And And
3: ask the right questions. And you know what that person doesn't do? Hmm. Doesn't complain about... Other wrestling, doesn't Mm-mm. complain about WWE, Mm-mm. doesn't complain about Impact or AEW or whatever. If you have those feelings, that's fine. I mean, wrestling's subjective. We'd all love if it was perfect in our own image. But to actually go on there and bitch and moan and complain, and even worse, to actually tag somebody who's in WWE, Hey, bro, you suck. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't mention the guy's name because he was a young kid and it was a mistake and I don't think it was intention. But he tweeted something at The Rock. I don't know. <laughs> The Rock saw it. The Rock commented. The Rock said, you're you're a wrestler. Yeah. You should be smarter to the business. Yeah. Basically, that's the way of saying you're a complete fucking putz. Pardon my language. Now it's Gary V. <laughs> every time I hear that person's name, that's what I think of. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a mm-hmm. nice guy. He's a good kid. Good kid. Everybody's a kid. I'm 100 <laughs> years old. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I know that's what this is sort of coming off as. But, mm-hmm. but that's what I think of every single time. Mm-hmm. Good, good wrestler, in my opinion, but that's what I think of. There's other people locally that have tweeted stupid stuff. And that kills me too, because that's all I can think of. And, mm-hmm. In the same vein, and it's a little bit different, is creating that mystique, how I mentioned earlier. If you're, and I know Joe Dombrowski's talked about this as well. Oh, big time. If, yes. if you're the dangerous Dr. X, mm-hmm. and you're this devious, and you're a monster, and you take souls or whatever... I don't care if you have a cat that you love. Mm-hmm. And I know that... Unless you're Alistair Black, who
1: was smart and created a separate Instagram for his cat. See, and I know some of this
3: is because people <laughs> always say, well, The Undertaker was on social media. And that's a great point. Mm-hmm. And if you make millions of dollars, mm-hmm. you can do whatever the hell you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the rules that you give of pro wrestling, you should do this, you should do that. If you're The Undertaker, it doesn't matter. You do what you want. No, yeah. If you're Steve Austin, you can listen to... Rick Astley and, and drink wine. I think that's a, a video I've seen. So, like, if you're at that level, the rules of wrestling don't apply to you. Right. And, yes, it's subjective and different things. meet, But it, it's just common sense. The two best guys I can think of, and I know as soon as I say that somebody's going to go, well, he didn't talk about so-and-so, Jackson Argos and R.C. Dupree. Mm-hmm. Another guy, delirious. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, there's so many people that are just so good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, another guy that I I'd seen his vignettes and I haven't I don't know all of his social media is Atticus Coger. Yes, is a guy who is just
1: yes. so there's an different. air about him. There is there and and to the point where there's guys like 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 an Atticus or people like him where I know their persona, I've known them personally, yeah, and I still pause yeah. in person because yeah. I their persona is so bigger than the personal personality I know. You know, where like, you know, I've always talked about Shane Taylor. He walks through that curtain and I'm like, I know Shane Taylor. Yeah. And when he walks out of the curtain, it's like, you stay the fuck away from that Shane Taylor. Yeah. Right? Like but but it's like this these people have created this around everything. Yeah. You
3: and know? it's it, it's not the whole, well, you try to teach him that it's real. I'm no, not no, saying no, it's no, wrong. no, no, I'm no, saying no, the no. people, you can be real. You don't have to say, Hey, I am not what I portray. Mm-hmm. And I mean that and like I said, I'm not infallible. I know I have posted stuff that is against it's a little bit different because managers don't have the same stuff.
1: Yeah, as, yeah. yeah. As,
3: but like and, and there's a
1: difference between like like you like BC Steel and Ben is pretty like there's intertwining yeah. of the pers- of that personality. Yeah. And, right? and yeah, versus, you know, being a monster in a mask yeah. that works at Cogers. Yeah. Or you know like
3: I, bulk if I if I knew and he doesn't and Please, nobody tell him I said this. But if Bulk Nasty loved gardening, he doesn't. I don't want to see him garden.
1: You heard it here first. I'm going to throw that over the wrestling. I'm going to get murdered yeah. soon. But, Send but that, like, put that in the press release.
3: But, like, I don't want to see Bulk Nasty. Like, P- hey. Potter,
1: don't tag this clip.
3: Hey, these are my rhododendrons. Or yes, these yes. are my mums. Or look at that these tulips. Great. I
1: mean, I mean <laughs> I'm not against a Bulk Nasty uh, gardening show, though.
3: I mean, you can I, do anything I as mean, long if, as it's in. If it's. If it's Xander Gabriel gardening and Bulk just punches the soil, <laughs> which, to be honest, like you mentioned the I Shane mean, Taylor thing. yeah. When I manage Bulk Nasty, yeah. I legitimately was terrified mm-hmm. because there's no, okay, it starts here and it stops here. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Shane Taylor. If Shane Taylor got in somebody's face, that person might get yeah. beat up. Yeah, And a, a guy that I think is really good on a national level now, Eddie Kingston. Oh yeah, I have never oh, doubted a word he said. He sometimes it's well, if a guy talks about his family, it humanizes him. Eddie Kingston talks about his family in a way that you feel his passion. Kevin Owens d- did it a little bit when he started. Mm-hmm. I know WWE doesn't really—they pull back the curtain more, but uh, Kevin Owens talked about his family. He would fight for his family. Yeah, he yeah. talked about it, but he did it in a way like I'm doing it for them. But Eddie Kingston, I've—I don't think I've ever doubted the single word he's ever said. And I, mm-hmm. I will go back to, and I know this is another name drop and it makes me sound like a douche, but I don't care. Uh, I had a two minute conversation with Roddy Piper once and it changed the way I I approached commentary mm-hmm. and promos and everything. I said, when I was little, I would watch you. I would watch him. I would watch Arn Anderson. There were other few random people. And I said, I don't, I can't put into words how and why. And he said, because I never say anything I don't believe. He said, if I say it, I feel it. Uh, and Arn barns the same way. And, and from mm-hmm. that point on, every time I manage somebody, I have to find something that I believe in. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing commentary, I have to find something I believe in. Even if it's like a little small thing, if I believe it, I can sell it. I can talk about it and I can use that to formulate and, and, uh, progress your character or whoever you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky because I do commentary with a lot of great talent. Mm hmm. I work at Rise uh, it, for IWC, and I work at Rise where I have a lot of great talent around me. Mm-hmm. I did Premiere, same scenario. Mm-hmm. It also helps working with Lendl and Joe Dombrowski and the talent that I've worked with. So that is definitely a huge help. But if I say something in a promo or I say something on commentary, for the most part, there's a chance that I believe it. I know I can be shticky and stuff like that, but there it, it comes from a place of I believe in this person yeah. that I'm dealing yeah. with. And that all comes from my social media. And that all comes from um, just, just what I believe. There are people that I have said for years, and I won't say who it is, that I strongly dislike. I have said publicly. And there's one of two scenarios. Either I really, really dislike that person and I am just professional enough not to let it bleed over, or I am a complete, absolute liar and I want people to think, that I hate that person Mm -hmm. and that person's Andrew palace. (laughs) So it's one of those two scenarios and him and I have (laughs) talked about it. He knows which one it is. I know which one it is. Mm -hmm. And that came from an incident in the ring and it spilled out from there. And I said my piece and he said his piece and that's what it was. Mm -hmm. So either I hate his guts and we just butt heads or I just want people to think I do. Mm -hmm. And I will say one thing. A lot of people say Andrew Palace is a nice guy, and a lot of people say I'm a piece of excrement. There I go. That I'm trying not to swear. So we we, we, we have we have a parental well, advisory at the beginning of the show. Oh uh, well, it's then, okay. Well then, fuck it. You've I'm done this before. I know. But, you know. <laughs> you know. This is a safe place to say fuck. I, I was so positive yeah. putting everybody over. Yes. But but yeah, it's it's one of those two things to the point where somebody asked me once, "What my problem is?" He's such a nice guy. And again. <laughs> Now somebody's going to be like, hey, I hate him, too. And then somebody else is going to be like, I love him. You're a piece of shit. And well, you know, I would if I had the opportunity, I would stab my own mother in the back and have her arrested for carrying a weapon. I would do that. <laughs> I just wanted to get somebody. I made that joke oh, earlier. And somebody goes, still? you can't fit that in on commentary. Well, I fit it in here. So there you go. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Now, you know what? I've been positive enough. So, okay. So here's all the people that I hate. And no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. I
1: love it. <laughs> well, uh, well, thank you for that. Thank Sorry. you for that that short social media lesson.
3: Hopefully that wasn't so dis- disjointed. And if now, anybody has questions, they Now can
1: I don't me. have to book Katie and Missy for a seminar because you just uh, answered everyone's <laughs> No, questions. you absolutely should because yeah.
3: they gave me stuff that I use now that I'm like, ah. Oh,
1: really? It, really?
3: Like my uh, username is matching as much as I can.
1: Oh, Okay. So. oh man so many could still learn from that yeah so and it's so hard when you've already kind of established and like yeah. something is not yeah and like don't start with the yeah if you put the you're gonna i get was so mad votes. when lee had to go to the lee moriarty yeah. at one point <laughs> it was like
3: oh so, man really yeah like the undertaker you're okay yeah he,
1: well, yeah he gets come pass. on the facebook yeah <laughs> like
3: like it's it's weird when somebody goes like uh it, it was weird to me when somebody said the WCW. It was WCW. Mm-hmm. That, that's just it was just weird. But the WWF, okay, because they were the leader, they get that carte blanche. Yeah. When you're the top dog, you can do anything.
1: Just like the wrestling mayhem show. That's Guys, <laughs> what did you learn from wrestling this week?
3: Oh man. Uh, Ronnie. Ronnie, yeah, after you.
2: Mm. Uh, I don't know if I
1: should probably say what. Say, listen to all the things bc just said
3: i think you're i know B-
2: bc bc is telling me ronnie don't be a dick on social media
3: and i'm just like well oh no you can be a dick if mm-hmm. it's in the the correct context and not spitting in the face of people who want to be cool but see that's the problem with everybody wants to be cool on social media. oh wait well here
1: while we give ronnie some uh uh matt out there true prince of pro on twitter just tweeted listening to the mayhem show right now and i've got to say i absolutely love hearing bc steel recount stories from pittsburgh independent wrestling history thank you (laughs) really enjoy hearing these fun stories that happened in the area and he just tells it so freaking well
3: well thank you the
1: reviews are coming in sir
3: let me just toss my notes. I can't
1: say we normally get like review tweets in the middle of the show like that, so though. That, that's pretty astonishing. Um, but anyways. Ronnie. Uh, what I learned in wrestling. I don't know this
2: why I'm week.
3: making him go first. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm just going to. Yeah, I just ranted um, and raved. I have a short what I learned.
2: Uh, I'm just going to go with don't be a dick.
3: Don't be a dick. That's fair. Mm hmm. I learned that
1: in any context when Edge's music played, we will all be screaming the lyrics to it on our headset. We talked about <laughs> last night at 247, uh somebody came out to Edge's uh, uh uh original Ultra Bridge song, and uh thankfully uh they had issues with his gloves and kept playing it <laughs> through several verses. And we were in on we were in for it, and uh so uh by the way, props out to DJ Cake. It was amazing all night and uh, definitely got us uh, having a lot of fun. You know, it's pretty good when the commentary says, "I love this DJ." <laughs> that is that is very good. <laughs> this is the second show in a row where that's happened. So so shout outs to DJ Cake and shout out sag shout out to DJ Omega Supreme that worked with us up in Grand Rapids.
3: I just like that name.
1: Yeah, I know, right? I was gonna say like <laughs> I don't Omega know what they do, but I'm I love like the name. I'm like he's like going off to do something, and I was like still there setting up, and I was like, hey, give me your card in case I need to get a hold of you if something comes up. And I looked at him I was like fucking DJ, he was like Omega Supreme. I'm like, and he's got the transformer head on it, and, right. I'm like, oh fuck, this is, this is unless he's like
3: punching small animals. I'm a fan.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. He had he had dudes. He had drunk dudes walking up to. was like, I'm glad somebody played some real fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no, they were they were fantastic. And it was great. Um, I, I can't say that's what I learned in wrestling this week, but um, no, I. I i i have so much fun edit shows
3: (laughs) that's a fair point i
1: am seven. like i get because one thing i get and this is this is a this is a selfish thing for me i i realize but even though i'm not able to attend rise attend rwa attend uh 2pw um sorry it's been two months since i had a show so i I forgot um they're coming up here at the beginning of august everybody go um friday night fights um but uh, I get to, even though I'm obviously doing other things, um, we got great video crews and I'm able to relive what's happening and not miss anything yeah. and see who is coming up, you know, and see the Joe Murphy's and the cowpoke Paul's like, holy crap, cowpoke Paul. Yeah. Like the, the cowbells in the audience. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That guy doesn't get a title shot by the end of the year. I don't know what we're doing. By the way, uh, <laughs> my, uh,
3: my charge beat him. That's not what I learned, but uh, no, Kobe no, 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 no. Yeah, was it?
1: what's a uh, What's his name? Griff Garrison? What is? It, what is that guy?
3: Griff Garrison. No, <laughs> my charge, Colby Red.
1: <laughs> oh, Kobe Red. That's coach. right. That's Colby Red. I'm thinking a, uh, Garrison? <laughs> it was the guy. It was a new guy at uh, great success. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, it's a GG something, Gerard isn't it? Garrett. Gerard Garrett. Yeah, you, you see my confusion now? See,
3: hey, I got you. Don't Where
1: worry. the fuck is Gerard Garrett? Here's I love thing.
3: alliteration. Oh, there. Yeah. there. What was... Wow. I don't know. I What is this?
1: Oh, I was uh, seeing what... Well, I knew they were doing weird stuff on Dark because they had the two... It's an hour and 49-minute Dark tonight. Really? <laughs> I think they have a regular Dark ep- episode, and then they just put those two extra matches from RevPro and the oh. other promotion... like on it well that's awesome it's like i watch this is what this and that's what i watch while i edit is is
3: dark so i was like well that's fucking what i'm watching tonight uh, due to the message i received mm-hmm. i not to cut off but i want to throw this out there of okay. the many thing i learned in wrestling this week that you can control uh what people think because i should clarify that due to the message i received uh i will say that i do thoroughly enjoy andrew palace Okay. Uh, if it was <laughs> a, a fan messaged me. If they want, if they want to chime in, who they are, I'll let them. But uh, Andrew Palace is probably the best person that people forget is as good as he is because you always get the yes, high level.
1: Yes, it's good to. I, I'm one thing I'm glad because for whatever reason, VCW I end up at. Um, it, it's good to be working with them
3: again because yeah. it's been a while. And when you and I uh, now now I have to tell the story. Uh, when we were in the <laughs> ring once, somebody had said to me after it looked like you two were throwing live rounds. Oh yeah. In my in his defense, uh, because I'm blind when I don't have both my contacts in, mine wasn't the best. Yeah. But he is so skilled that that yeah it 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 went as should on his end because okay. he is supremely talented. So I said, okay, I'm gonna run with it. Like I'm gonna just tell everybody I hate him and we'll see where it goes and there was a few people that bought into it and somebody had messaged me and goes, well, they, they apparently bought into what I said. So it made its round somehow. So I love Andrew palace. There's another person I can put over, Mm -hmm. but it goes to show you that if you sell something and believe it in enough that, uh, yeah, there you go. And I love everybody else. I meant all that stuff too. (laughs) Ronnie. I already gave you one. Oh yeah, you did. I, and I kinda of gave mine too tonight. I? I, I also <laughs> learned in wrestling that, and I'm jealous of yours. I used to have hair. I like there are photos. I used to have hair, uh, but it is <laughs> it rapidly <laughs> disappearing. Uh, so.
1: Yeah, well, you know,
3: well, you 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 ever heard?
1: Like I I I from from back in the day in high school, I was like, I just if it stays, I'm gonna keep it long. I'm never gonna color it. I'm gonna be Kevin Nash, Silver Fox. And unfortunately that started happening at like 35 or actually started happening at 30, but I wish you know. I would have
3: kept my long hair. Mm. Nobody else does, but I do. <laughs> now, are you as cool <laughs> as Kevin Nash?
1: Am I as cool as nobody's yeah. cool as Kevin Nash?
3: That, that dude, that. him and Scott Hall are wow. the coolest dudes in the room every time. I only have
1: a little bit of cool. So I'm just, uh, but, but also like I did 10 years of trying the short hair and I just, uh, wasn't happy with any of it. Oh, look at that. Cool. There's
3: a, Coolest figure in the room right
1: now. There you go. There you go. I think is that a WCW one or a TNA one? That's a TNA one. I wonder if that's the one that's in two pack that I got from Jim Lamotta. <laughs> I told this on the show. It's in. The, it's that's, in. The, it's in the background. That's the red. That's the red. Uh, yeah. It's, so yeah. it's it's the two pack of him, of Kevin Nash and Eric Young, and I love that Jim Lamotta um, apparently appreciated my work with Rise so much he would give me gifts every once in a while. Uh, and he wrote on the on the packaging, on the plastic on, on it, says, hey, remember when Kevin Nash was in DNA
3: <laughs> and that was a thing? <laughs> Kevin Nash and Alex Shelley mm-hmm. is my guilty pleasure mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I, I don't know if this would still upset people, but I'm sure it would have been. Kevin Nash gave personality to guys. Yeah, Alex Shelley yeah. had personality, in my opinion, before him, but he gave a different personality and and,
1: and that, stuff to guys. that's and that's why i love that you see aew and you see you know the uh you know the the the, the mascot managers you know whether it be arne anderson out there yeah. or uh a uh, sting coming out with darby or you know jake coming out with lance you know Lance archer you know it, it was like you knew or even seeing paul white and mark henry come in yeah you knew that They're not just doing what's on television. They are there. Even Mark Henry said, "It's like we're here to tighten the screws a little bit." Yeah. Like there's some great stuff happening, but there's some like loose stuff that shouldn't be happening on TV. Yeah. You know that would make this product just a little bit better. I agree. You know, and and that's it. You know, for words and all, I I have been saying lately, AEW is the best of the of the what I love about independence. Right. It really is. You know. Um, what I love, I don't know if that attracts for everybody else, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it it, but but anything that tightens that down and still has that vibe, that's that's where it gets tricky, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, and so, and one thing I will say, with Mark Henry, I believe he found Jade Cargill. Yeah, I, I think I'm not 100. percent. I I'm thought she was sure.
1: a Booker T. No, she was a
3: Nightmare Factory because yeah. they they trained her up and put her right on okay. TV. I know some, uh, I'm maybe I'm just giving credit to Mark Henry, but uh, for. He found somebody. Anyway, somebody found Jade Cargill. Okay, and actually, no, maybe Mark Henry found Bobby Lashley because of the strongman. I don't know. Mark, <laughs> you know what? I'm making up my own facts here. Mark Henry found Jade Cargill. So th- I'm checking like, our Wikipedia page. Guys like that, yeah, that have connections. Like he has connections, obviously, in the strongman competitions, and and would have connections in his years just in the pro wrestling business. Like that can be a huge unsung hero of aew and, and she, i think jade cargill is going to be money oh my after. god yes i mean she's money now but she's she gets she's, her feet under.
1: she's 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 great working with enough of the right people to make her look good yeah um being put in positions to not like nobody's gonna do a bill goldberg like yeah. steven regal type match with yeah. her right and and have that fall apart like she's being protected yeah. um no she's not a freaking 10-year vet you yeah. know but god like you cannot beat what she can do for presence and yeah. that is like that's is also what they need as much as you want your indie guy to get over yeah. there and actually cargo attended a tryout at performance center according to wikipedia subsequently she began training at ar fox's uh academy taking advice from mark henry who Cargo described as her mentor, she went to train with Heath Miller and Rich Boger's face-to-face wrestling school, then trained at the Nightmare Factory under QT and Dustin. Sanjay and Brian Downs have started coaching her when they arrived at AEW. So, So do not doubt me. (laughs) I know everything. I mean, if you're not sold on Jade's
3: ability now, she's got the right people behind her. And I mean, like, for everybody that wants to say, well, she's new, the wrestling business isn't Yo, fair. No. If you had the tools she had and somebody gave you the opportunity, are you gonna say, no, I don't want that? No, and, you take it. And because this she is, can make money. And, and so
1: AEW is not taking a blanket and she's what well, she's got a fitness background or something, yeah. right? She's a dude do to play basketball, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, she, you know, it's not like AEW is taking this, everybody needs to have a sports background yeah. stance and and out ousting the indies. As options, um, but if AEW finds a Jade Cargill or a big tall Indian guy that's hanging with Sanjay and yeah. uh, Jay Lethal right now, like uh, his name escapes, that was a football or no, sorry a basketball yeah. first round draft pick. I mean, and he shows promise. I mean, it's a spectacle. It's yeah. like having Shaq in there in a tag team match.
3: I, and you'll and, get the little blurb like former first round, like yeah, you get the, that. That all counts, and that's something. Buddy that when you're cl- like Jade Cargo is somebody that when you're clicking through the the channels, somebody will stop just because she has a presence to her, and you'll be like, okay, like I'm gonna and, watch and see where and,
1: this goes. And as if any of this would be a surprise, Cargo has credited late female wrestler China and X Men character Storm as her inspirations. Which mm-hmm. I mean, Storm's a
3: badass. Female yes, character. yes, absolutely. And, and when they turn Jade Cargo babyface, mm-hmm. she'll be that much further ahead oh my god yes mm-hmm. so, oh geez like yes. it's it's really hard i mean i know why she, i get why she's a heel but it's really hard to debut as a heel because heels normally lead the match so yeah yeah, yeah. i mean if you're in there obviously that's not an issue but no. when you're in the ring so i mean she's doing the harder stuff now mm-hmm. because if you're a heel it's then easier to get over as a baby face so mm-hmm. i think in like two three years it's going to be like yeah she's she's money
1: and, and and she already I mean she, and she is and yeah. even as I mean you know AEW has that thing where I'm going to buy the t-shirt of the bad guy because they're a badass yeah and, right
3: and they're very good at that and I think she's with the perfect I love that managers come back but the mm-hmm. fact that she's with Stokely Hathaway oh who I absolutely love oh geez yes like, it, give Stokely Hathaway a mic and then I just just let him do stuff
1: yes and 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 uh uh smart mark sterling is doing uh, fantastic stuff with Nice yeah. right now too and i think so. he,
3: he because that's he la- makes up for what nice lacks yeah the, the yeah. big thing is always well nice looks great like a million dollars he can wrestle no problem like he's good he has great matches but he, the promos don't come across well he's got the smart mark sterling mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so there you go i'm so happy the managers are coming back not i'm not getting signed it's not gonna happen uh but but i'm just, like just listen i'm just that.
1: gonna send this promo to stuff <laughs> and ronnie in this in the locker to <laughs> some contacts with contracts and uh we'll
3: see what happens Look, tk and i go way back to aol message <laughs> AOL,
1: what the fuck is this you, you can can you tell me about that on, on on patreon yeah okay we'll do that all right we're gonna wrap up the show here thank you so much ronnie starks on the twitters Ah. starks wrestling on twitter if you want his 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 domains don't match either
3: (laughs) but he does have a new episode of cribs coming out where he shows you the uh the the locker holy shit that's a good idea man
1: (laughs) welcome welcome
3: bc steel yo girl yes on facebook now on facebook as well that is my name finally on facebook. as well yes as the uh the 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 twitter uh, yeah the twitter uh, on instagram and tiktok because i'm clearly not too old for tiktok uh, bc underscore steel so you can catch me on there and uh yeah you can catch me at uh local professional wrestling events there you go <laughs> the lo- the localist. Yes. The localist. Check, the your, localist. check your local listings. <laughs> if it's local, and you know what? I, even though Sorg hates the town, I might even be in Monroeville. But I don't
1: hate it. I was just scared by it when like 20 years ago when I was afraid to go through a
3: tunnel. Well, that you know, I I dated a girl from Australia who hated the town name of Monroeville and hated Monroeville as a whole. Really? Yeah. Wow. I could tell she's not going to see this, or so I could just talk about her all day. All the time. But yeah, she hated the town name. She said it should be pronounced Monaroville. I'm not going to do a bad accent, but yeah. Huh. So for that BC Steel trivia that ever <laughs> if that ever comes up on Jeopardy, there all you go. All right,
1: there it is. There it is. Thank you everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Our guests are Paul Atlas and Steve Falkum, and we're going to talk about Oh, oh no, I almost ruined it. Are we talk we're going to talk about coloring books like next week again. The Rise in RWA ones that you can pick up over at falcomdigital.com. Uh, for those. Thank you everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just
4: wait.
1: This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.